0: Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. Jackson, it's an early show this week because I have to do a fuck ton of traveling. So we are recording this on a day where we don't normally record the show, but hopefully we have all the news, all the new songs, everything that people want to hear. Plus, I believe, our part two of Warp Tour with your update, correct?
1: You're damn right.
0: I have my Game of Thrones beer. You're ready over there in Texas. I say we just start the shit.
1: Let's do it, man.
0: So, Jackson, we're going to start news off with a Metallica story. Now, this is something we had already kind of talked about for a while, maybe like two episodes ago or so. Wow, it was like a tongue twister there. Ago (laughs) and so, blah, blah, blah. James Hetfield has come out and said, you know, it's actually kind of surprising. I didn't think he was going to take this kind of tone with it. But he said he really loved the idea of what Kendall and Kylie Jenner did with the whole Metallica shirt thing. And it might be because he's old, but he said, these are the bee's knees. And I thought (laughs) that was really weird. I mean, I know he's one of your heroes. Jackson, how do you respond to that?
1: Uh... I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, I think it's it's like you said, I didn't expect that approach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, everyone. I have fooled you. That is not the actual statement from James oh. Hepfield. I know, I know. <laughs> it turns out, believe it or not, he thought that they should have some respect for the hard work and the music that they put out for all these years and to have not ripped off their designs and put a stupid Instagram picture over it. Surprise!
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with him. I mean, that's on the same vein that we were talking about it when we talked about it last time. So no shocker, but I, I guess it's interesting that he came out and talked about it, even though it was kind of late. Yeah, it took him a while, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes,
0: what a surprise. People were not a fan of what the Jenners did.
1: Insane.
0: Can't believe it.
1: And next up, a little bit of a different kind of story. This makes so me so they- angry. So the band Spite had a show the other day and a girl that was in the crowd got her teeth knocked out. And as in, I mean, like four teeth got knocked out and fractured skull. I mean, she is messed up. She needs multiple surgeries. It's like a really serious thing. Mm -hmm. And fuck, man, this kind of news just really sucks to hear, especially when you go to a show, you know, to have a lot of fun and you don't really know what to expect always you know, from the crowd and stuff. And there's not really a right way to, you know, come back at this. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you can't eliminate everything. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know my stance on this, honestly. It really just sucks that it happened to her.
0: Here, I will tell you the right way. Oh Done some research. I figured all this out.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: The absolute, I am not a takeaway thing person either. So I'm not going to say no more mosh pits. Let's put more security there. I am not saying that. I am telling you, there needs to be people. Look, there are white knights on the internet all the time. We need to have some real ones in real life. So why aren't there people that are also watching the mosh pit? And if they see anything like this happen, you get the biggest people in the fucking crowd and you end that person. And you make a few examples of some people and it will never happen again.
1: Wait, end as in?
0: Beat them to an inch of their life. (laughs) Look, this little girl has to have like four fucking surgeries or something. She can't even leave the hospital because of how many skull fractures she's had. And I don't care if anyone says, oh, she was in the mosh pit or she was right outside the mosh pit as well. It's partially her fault. That's not what mosh pits used to be. And it's not what mosh pits should be. And I know I'm getting a little heated because it gets fucking annoying because I see every week or so what a mosh pit is like now. I don't know why anyone would ever go anywhere near one.
1: It's like their sole purpose is to hurt people. Maybe they don't want to hurt them as bad as they did this girl. But like when you see a mosh pit nowadays, it really looks like they want to hurt people and they take pride in it.
0: Absolutely. And it didn't used to be like that. I'm not saying like, oh, the good old days, everyone just jumped around together. There was some weird change that happened, and I can't pinpoint where it was. But it did become, this is to hurt people and to prove to people that I'm tougher than everyone. And I don't remember that. I don't know if it's maybe like the jock nature that has now infiltrated metal music and hardcore and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that's what did it. And I don't want to blame that because I'm not sure. But come on, man. Like, this is the only way you're going to teach someone a lesson. This is the only way. Because right now, everyone's getting away with it. Like, no one knows who did that to that girl. Right. So we need people that are going to look out and look for that kind of thing. And if it happens, then that crowd killer needs to be crowd killed. And I'm not saying kill them. But (laughs) I I am saying they need to be hurt. Like, they need to be hurt so bad that it sends a message to everyone else.
1: It's true. And as fucked up as it is, I mean these people, man, they, they really just don't give a shit. Right. Like, for real. They don't care.
0: We need to make them give a shit.
1: Yeah. Now I, it is, it's, too so fucked up to hear, man. Like, it's, you know, and it's not even just a fact that it's, you know, a woman or anything. No, it's just, this is just another example. Like this isn't the first time we announced that someone is in the hospital due to a fucking, you know, a mosh pit at a show where people go to have fun. Right. You know, the
0: only thing I can say for this is I hope, that anyone that's around a mosh pit, and you know they can start anytime and anywhere. It's not just like the middle of the floor is always the mosh pit. So you have to be aware because they can just start out of nowhere. Make right. sure that you take care of yourself if you're there with a friend. Make sure they're looking out for you. That's the only thing you can do. Make sure that you pay attention to your surroundings and don't think that you're going to be safe. Because you never know when some fucking asshole with steel-toed boots is going to kick you in the back of the head
2: yeah it's fucking
0: ridiculous fucking what a fucking pussy oh it's very very annoying and talking you know with you and i who go to many many shows i have never seen anyone leave a pit this bad like i've never seen that i know it's happened a few more times so that's good but i would hope that if we did see something we would do something about it
1: yeah no i i agree with you and i've, I've never seen anything like that either i mean i've seen some pits get really fucking bad Oh, sure. You know, where, you know, but a lot of the times I usually see them like get hit or whatever, and then they like hug it out. I don't know, some shit right. like that. But <laughs> right. <laughs> I, honestly, I mean, that's cool that they do that, but at the same time, it's not cool that they, you know, are fucking trying to hurt each other in the first place, but whatever. The I mean, the good news about the story, I forgot the guy's name, but this was the band Spite. Yeah. And their vocalist, you know, put out a statement saying, I don't give a fuck what your stance on this is. She should not have gotten hurt. I don't care if she did not need to be in the mosh but I don't care what the situation was. But he you know, he set up a GoFundMe account. And yes. I think last time I checked there at like $7,000 to pay for the hospital bills, which I'm sure for her surgeries is not even close right to what it's going to cost her dude because holy fuck. I mean, skull fractures and teeth. Like, you know, this is huge. Like her face is going to look different.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure. And I will also put the link in the description of the episode. So if you are so inclined, anyone who reads that can go ahead and donate as well. Yeah. So really, all we can do is wish her the best because fuck, man. It's just fucking ridiculous.
1: I agree with you, man. It, it sucks to hear.
0: Switching gears here. Zeo or Zao. I always forget how to say it, Z-A-O. Zayo. Zayo? I had it right the yes. first time then, yes. Yes, you did. They have announced that they are planning a brand new EP release for this year, and that's after having their, you know, what was that, was that a full length last time that we
1: talked about? I think that was an EP also.
0: Was that an EP? Okay. So we had an EP last year, we have an EP this year coming out soon, and then they're going to be doing a brand new album in 2018, at least that's what they're forecasting right now. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's good news. Sales a good band. Absolutely. And next up we got My Ticket Home announcing their new album called Unreal. And this is gonna be released off Spine Farm Records October 6th. So good news, new music. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to this. I'm
0: surprised they didn't put a single out for it, but I've been a fan of this band for a while. Saw them live a few times now. So I am looking forward to I think they're coming back here. With someone very soon as well, I think in that October time. So I'm looking forward to seeing them again. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. So now we're going to get into a little bit of political, a little bit of religion.
1: Oh, I hate
0: this shit. Well, that's what we do on Ian Hates Music, of course.
1: That's the way it works. I just hate it when it relates to this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the first story is political. This is that whole Donald Trump saying that transgender people will not be allowed to serve in the armed forces, the military, whatever, in any capacity. So there were obviously a bunch of bands who are very political as well and very close with the LBGT. No. what What is it?
1: It's right. You said it right. But LBGT. No, I room. don't
0: think there's a G. Is there? Oh, yeah.
1: LBGTQ. Yeah. Is that what it is? L-G-B-T. I, wait, I don't know. If it's LBG or LGBT. I know there's a Q at the end sometimes for queer. I didn't even know you were allowed to say that anymore. All right, hold on. I didn't think so either, dude. (laughs) We're not up to terms. I don't know all these rules. (laughs) There's so many rules. There's so many rules. (laughs) I think it's LGBTQ. That sounds right. I think that's what I think. I'm not 100% sure. So look. That's what rolls Jackson off and I
0: will apologize to anyone we have partially offended, possibly, by not knowing the exact terminology, but we know yeah. the deal. So
1: We respect them, just can't say it right sometimes.
0: No, look, how many times do I mispronounce tons and tons of bands' names
1: here? Exactly.
0: <laughs> Happens all the fucking time. That's why I love happened. Jared Alonji's <laughs> this-is-how-you-pronounce-a-band-name thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, of course, a lot of bands had a lot to say. You know, especially standing behind the community and saying that Trump sucks and, you know, blah, blah. There are so many posts from bands. Obviously, you weren't going to get a whole lot of bands that were like, yeah, we stand with Trump.
1: Yeah, especially in our scene. That's just not going to fly.
0: So, Jackson, why don't you tell
1: me your stance on this? I think it's a fucking stupid rule, man. I, I really do. I, I don't see what is the point in doing it. Um I think where he's coming from is he says that it's complicated to keep up with the transgender upkeep,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, for, you know, I don't know. I guess he was referring to like maybe surgeries or, you know, certain medicines that they need to take. I honestly don't give a shit. I think that if you fucking have, you know, the heart to go defend my country, I don't give a shit what the fuck you look like or what your preferred choice of sexual orientation is, dude, whatever it is. I don't care how you look, whatever if you're going to go fucking defend the country that this man is running, and then this man says, no, you can't fucking defend the country that I'm running because you want to be a girl and you're a boy, whatever the fuck it is. Like, who is he to fucking say that, man? Like, seriously. And we already have transgender people doing it. I don't see what the problem could be. Maybe some people don't get along with them in the army. Whatever the fuck it is, we're all there or they're all there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. That is to defend. I don't see what the fucking big deal is, honestly. We spend money on way worse shit. Trust me.
0: I have a big problem with this. Uh Uh-oh. I would prefer our military to be straight, white males with blonde (laughs) hair and blue eyes. That's what I want. All right? (laughs) Right. Of course. (laughs) I want the closest things to Nazis we can possibly have. That is my dream.
1: For the i to get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> of course I am joking. This is a satire show.
1: Satire.
0: It's fucking ridiculous. I'm not a soldier. You're not a soldier. If someone wants to put their life on the line for the country, I say have at it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're exactly. gonna have
0: my respect. I think it's ridiculous to exclude people. I know there is a debate between some people that are in the military right now who say it's not a good idea, or that they don't feel comfortable, I understand their position, and that's where it gets dicey. You know what I mean? But I'm also not a soldier, so I can't speak to that either. I would just think that for me, anyone who wants to take that lifestyle choice of going in the military, I'm not even talking about being transgender, if you're going to make that lifestyle choice to give basically your life for the country... I respect that, and I would think we would want as many people as possible to do that.
1: No, yeah, man. I I completely agree with you. I I think it's just a ridiculous thing for him to even come out with saying that. Obviously, the guy's just fucking itching to pass a bill that's, you know, going to fucking do so. I don't know what his deal is, man. Nothing he fucking said was going to happen. It's going right, obviously, you know, because that's not how shit works. You can't just go in there and fucking get everything you want, you know, like Donald Trump, like Mr. Donald Trump thinks. And yeah, he's just looking to pass bills, man. And I guess this is one of the things that his honchos or whatever told him. Yeah, man, do this one. Maybe this honchos. will get you some. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, seriously, dude, fuck this guy, man. I don't know if whoa, he's like looking for whoa. brownie points hey, with the Republicans. Hey, hey, like...
0: hey, hey, Ian Hates Music is not going to stand for anti-presidential. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? I stand up. I salute the president of the United States. <laughs> How dare you?
1: Right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just fucking stupid. I don't know, man. Dude, you enjoy I, yourself I, I when you're thrown mad. in the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with him. <laughs> I'm done with
0: him. You better watch out, man. He can take over the show.
1: Oh, yeah, dude, for sure, man.
0: That's his next thing, man. He's going to be against podcasts.
1: Yeah, exactly. He worked with the Russians to hack the election. Now he's going to work with the Russians to hack all the podcasts. Whoa. I do not agree
0: with the statements coming out of Jackson's mouth who lives in Dallas, Texas. Um, hey, wait, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. They can find you no matter what. They already know.
1: Social security number seven, 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 seven.
0: Oh man. So yeah, I, I think that's enough for that. We don't have to debate that anymore. I think most people have made their thoughts known on that. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: But by the way, I think you were right. I just looked it up. It is. LGBTQ. Nice. I am going to remember that from now on. Hey, me too. It's a lot of stuff to remember, man.
1: It is. It really is. Do you know what the letters stand for?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And that's not (laughs) even, like, I don't even have anything open telling me that right now. So I am very proud of myself for that. All right, Jackson. So how many of those are you? How many letters are in it? Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Good. See, I like being this like multicultural show.
1: Yeah. See,
0: we're getting everyone's opinions. I love it. It's great. <laughs> so now let's tackle religion. How no, about fuck. that? <laughs> so, this is something that I would seen on Twitter like a bunch of times, even before. Warp Tour made it to Kansas City. Lots and lots of bands were talking because apparently the Westboro Baptist Church had said, "Hey, we're going to protest warp Tour. So a lot of bands decided to take pictures in front of them. You know, some people had some very choice words for everyone. I think my favorite was anything that Franzilla said. <laughs> Garrett Russell had some fun things to say. a bunch of people, and that's I think that's the big thing that I enjoyed. There were plenty. Of religious bands that are on Warp Tour, but they do not have the same religious beliefs that Westboro Baptist Church does.
1: Yeah, it's and and if you are religious and you agree with what Westboro Baptist it says, I'm sorry, but you do not believe in the same God that you're supposed to be.
0: Yeah, Jackson. So what God do you believe in being a Westboro Baptist Church member? Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <God.
1: laughs> Oh, dude, that it's so frustrating to see all so that. Frustrating, shit, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's because, like, you know that there's people who aren't educated and they look no, at things like West- not in America, oh, not in
0: America. <laughs> Stop it, Jackson.
1: Stop you're right. It. I I can't believe I went there.
0: You're so anti-American today, jeez.
1: Because, like, you know, there's those uneducated people that look at Westboro and you're like, see, that's why I don't like Christians because they're like that. You know what I mean, and they think that like they represent how you know all religious people are, mm-hmm. and that is like far—they're not from the truth. Oh, <laughs> Shut up. jeez! Man. I'm right here. I'm learning <laughs> so
0: much. I am learning so much today.
1: <laughs> I am right here, man. You—you've had multiple Christian conversation editions. You know this. I—it's
0: true. I have multiple times. <laughs> multiple.
1: That is not the way that they act. It's it's whatever, man. It's it's so frustrating to see those fucking so people go to fucking shows and saying like God hates fags or Jesus is gonna come kill everybody. Oh my God, it's it's so stupid. These are the same guys who like go to like soldier funerals and protest them, saying like God wanted you to die. Right. Like it's those same people. Like these people are disgusting.
0: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, absolutely. And that's the thing. You know, people get mad when bands take pictures in front of them because obviously the people know they're being made fun of, but they're getting their message out there. But everyone already knows about Westboro Baptist Church. They already know everything that they do. So it's not really like even us talking about it. No one's going, wait, that place seems like it has a lot of really good ideas. I'm going to go check it out. (laughs) Like that's not what happens. So to talk about them and make fun of them, is not a bad thing to do. It's the norm. No, it absolutely is. And yeah, I definitely enjoyed what Franz said. I have two of his tweets here. He said, Uh-oh. I hope Westboro Baptist comes to Warp Tour and sucks my fucking asshole tomorrow. And then he goes, I'm legit stoked as fuck. My fans are gonna beat their goddamn ass. Plus, I'm gonna get my balls
1: licked. <laughs> I don't. Oh, God. He's, He's so fucking weird.
0: hilarious. And then Josh from Stick to Your Guns did a little Twitter video or whatever video it is. And he was talking to one of the women, you know, who was protesting. And she was telling him to stop having sex with men. And all he would do was tell her how great it was to have sex with men. And that his mom loves hearing about him having sex with men.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. That's, these people are are ridiculous. I, I, I really like that our band, you know, stand up to that shit. Like, for real. If
0: any band didn't. Like, if any band was like, oh no, I totally agree with them, I would have trouble listening to that band anymore.
1: Yeah, for sure. They, you know, it, that'd be really hard to listen to.
0: Or they become my favorite band. I don't know. I have to decide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like wishy washy. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah.
1: Depends on what day it is.
0: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, fuck Westboro Baptist Church. We all know that. Yeah. So, speaking of people in Westboro Baptist Church, Nickelback, <laughs> allegedly. Nickelback has reached out to Corey Taylor, I guess, to apologize for everything their frontman, Chad Kroger, has been saying about him. And basically saying like, hey, we want nothing to do with this and we apologize and we don't even like that guy either.
1: (laughs) I don't know what to say about this story. It's just funny. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess apparently, you know, at Stone Sour concerts, people are starting just a chant that says, fuck Nickelback.
1: Oh, interesting. Like, what I find funny is not, like, the apology or anything like that, but just, like, them saying, like, yo, we're not even <laughs> messing with Chad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a fucking band, and they're, like, siding with Stone Sour or Corey Taylor. That's that's really funny to me, how they're just like, Dude, fuck our singer, man. We agree with you. Fuck fucking foot face. <laughs> they have
0: <laughs> millions of dollars, so what the fuck do they care anymore?
1: Yeah, fuck it.
0: I think that's the way I would look at it. And then, by the way... Weren't we all told to be, like, nicer to people? You would think. Yeah, aren't we not supposed to be chanting, fuck Nickelback? Like, isn't everyone supposed to be getting along and not saying things? I don't know. I thought that affected people and what they might do to themselves.
1: Yeah, no, that's true, based on recent events.
0: If Chad Kroger kills himself, let's hope that doesn't happen. I'm not saying it should. If he were to, would people be on the internet saying, hey, we've treated him poorly for... 20 years, and we shouldn't have done that because the blame is on everyone who made fun of him.
1: I agree with you, man.
0: And I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm being facetious and sarcastic. Facetious. Yeah, I know. Good word, right? I like that word. But anyways, yes, we'll see if this ever actually has an end to it. Maybe sometime Chad will come out and do a duet, maybe
1: uh, through the glass. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he'll do that with Corey Taylor. (laughs) That would be the one. And next up, we got some good news for Lionheart fans. They have released a statement. Yeah, they released a statement stating that they regret their initial breakup and Mm -hmm. that they're back together now. And they can't wait to bring their fans new music. So this is good news for Lionheart fans.
0: They said they're not going to be a full-time band ever, but they will be able to maybe put out music or do like small-time tours. So yeah, I think every band can do that. Like If you get sick of it and then you break up, most likely unless you had some you know crazy hatred for each other you're probably right. gonna end up missing it because who likes doing a regular nine to five job like no one really wants to do that so if you can get away from that and just go do the band for little spurts put out music from here and there I think that works out fine
1: yeah I agree I you know if, if like you said if you don't like absolutely hate the members of your band or nothing like that and it wasn't like a falling out it's like why you know what is the reason for breaking up yeah Exactly.
0: So we're going to bunch all of these tour announcements into one to end out news for today. The first one, we've got the Spill Canvas. They're doing No Really, I'm Fine, the 10th anniversary tour coming up very soon in October. So we also have Circus Survive and Thrice announcing a co-headlining tour coming up very soon. Picturesque, has been added to that awesome Slaves and Secrets show, and I have my ticket for that. I'm going to see them on September 12th. Nice. And lastly, one that I am very, very, very sad about. One-Eyed Doll has announced their Something Wicked tour, and they are coming nowhere near Boston. (laughs) Like, absolutely nowhere even close. Of course. Yeah, it's really... It's really fucking weird. It's almost like if I have someone on the show, they refuse to come to Boston anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From that day forward, yeah. they just don't
0: know. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. But Jackson, I make a lot of recommendations to you. And I know you follow some of them and not others. And I get a little disappointed in you for that. But I am telling you right now, they are going to be in Dallas on that tour. You need to go see them. Yes, sir. Seriously. Like, I need a report afterwards, because I know you've never seen them live. They're one of the best bands I have ever seen live. You have to go see them.
1: Oh, damn. That's some good hype man stuff, man.
0: If I'm anything, I am a good hype man. Oh. Oh. That's a good thing to be. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) So, here, on this show, are you going to give me your word that you're going to go to the Uh, show?
1: Oh, (laughs) well, uh... How about this? I want to go.
0: I'm gonna need a little better than that.
1: Just like I wanted to go see Crown the Empire, I see stars yesterday and it cannot.
0: Oh, well you really missed out there. Oh
1: man, I really wanted to see it.
0: I don't know. So you're fine with going to see a band that doesn't write their own music?
1: Well, I don't know. It's a Dallas band, and you know, I've been seeing them since they were a local band, and it's just fun. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> don't judge my musical preferences. No, I'm just kidding.
0: And then I see stars who can't even really play their music anymore.
1: You're very rude today. I'm, I'm very sure, truthful. I appreciate it.
0: There's a difference between truthful and rude.
1: No, I agree with you. I just know it would be a fun show. It was Out Came the Wolves too and Palais Royale. And I oh. like those
0: bands. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. those bands. I've seen them live. Yeah, see? Still wouldn't want to go see that show. They're actually going to be in Vegas because people don't realize... We are recording the show early, but by the time they hear this show, I will be in Vegas. And that show is going to be in Vegas, and I am not going.
1: Vegas, baby.
0: Ew. Oh, Jackson.
1: <laughs> Please going to Vegas.
0: You're the worst. <laughs> and I think that that is a great way to end news. So, Jackson, it is time to go on to new songs. First up, we have Counterparts No Servant of Mine. The new album, You're Not You Anymore, comes out September 22nd on Pure Noise Records. I am super excited for this. Let's take a listen.
1: And next up, we got The Poet releasing their new song, Beautiful Minds. This is a Puerto Rican band that just signed to Wilhelm Records, and they got an EP dropping this fall. So Ian, show everybody what this sounds like.
0: Next up, a brand new track from August Burns Red. It's called Invisible Enemy. The upcoming album, Phantom Anthem, comes out October 6th on Fearless Records. Let's take a listen.
1: and now we got stick to your guns finally releasing their new song that they've been hinting at for so long the sun the moon the truth penance of self and this is coming off their new album true view which comes out october 13th on pure noise records ian play it
0: And now we've got Canucklepook with Gone. The upcoming new (laughs) album, Shapeshifter, comes out October 13th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen.
1: and next up we got 36 crazy fists yeah 36 <laughs> crazy fists <laughs> releasing their new song death eater and this is going to be on their new album, Lanterns, which comes out September 29th on Spine Farm Records. Ian, please.
0: And now a cover song. We've got 18 Visions doing a cover of March of the Pigs by 90s Nails. This is off the Metal Hammer Goes 90s compilation CD. And I do want to make a note that I also heard a few other tracks. And one of them was the Stone Sour cover of Bomb Track by Rage Against Machine. And that's not a bad one to check out either. But for right now, we're going to check out this awesome cover by 18 Visions.
1: song of this episode we got Kublai Khan releasing their new song The Hammer and this is the first thing they're releasing off their third full-length album Nomad and this is coming out September 22nd on Rise Records. Ian please.
2: of my rival Another day, I'm afraid Another day I'm like to pretend. done That this shit does to kill me That I'm part the to misery My own brains are visit me I don't want No one ever wants My company It's all there My mirror producer My master My secret My slave My character
0: Wow, Jackson, I liked all of those tracks. I did too, man. I had a good time with all of them. We have a lot of really good music to look forward to.
1: Yes, we do, my friend.
0: And on that note, I think it's time for our favorite part of the show. Let's get to Reviews.
1: Whoa. (laughs) Damn.
0: Look, you got to shake it up a little bit sometimes, you know? I noticed. And you know how we're going to shake it up right now?
1: Please enlighten me.
0: Four awesome albums to talk about.
1: This is what I love.
0: All right, everyone. We are going to start with Make Them Suffer with Worlds Apart on Rise Records. For anyone that doesn't know this band, they are an Australian metal band. I guess, you know, we're going to talk about this in a second. It's their third full-length album, and people often label them as deathcore. But I thought this seemed way more on the like modern metalcore to progressive metalcore side. Maybe with a little bit of like a black metal kind of thing, but not really deathcore.
1: Yeah, I know. Their older stuff was definitely deathcore. This is not deathcore anymore.
0: So they definitely are taking, you know, a different path from what they used to, you know, on those first two albums and an EP as well, I believe. I think it was one EP, not two. But I fucking love this album. I was blown away because I wasn't expecting anything because I knew Make Them Suffer and I liked them, but I wasn't like, oh man, I can't wait till this album comes out. When I heard that first track, I was like, holy shit, where did this band come from? Where have they been all my life?
1: Holy shit. I I I can't say as good stuff as you said. <laughs> I I don't know. This is where your hype man abilities go in. It's true. I enjoyed this album. I really did. Mm-hmm. I I I you know, not on the levels as you. Yeah, not good really. enough. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you're right. Um <laughs> But no, th- you're right about this, though. This was a really fucking good album. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, I've been listening to Make Them Suffer for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So like to hear the change was a little different for me. Right. But I don't know if I prefer it more, but I like it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know which one I like better. I just know that they can, I know now that they can nail two sounds right. and excel at it. You know what I mean?
0: After this, I went back and I listened to the other stuff, and I definitely prefer this more. I like the other stuff as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. They're actually probably now my all-time favorite Australian band. Like they definitely are above the Amity Affliction. Over oh,
1: Amity Affliction. After
0: this album, fuck yeah. Get
1: the fuck out of here. No, no man. No 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 no. I
0: have. I got to do it. I got to do it.
1: Oh, get out of Dude, here. Dude, I loved
0: everything in this album. Not only was it technical, you know, with the guitar work, the drumming, everything. Their production was awesome. The keys that they used throughout were really good. The new female, you know, clean vocalist and keyboardist they have. Her name's like Booka, I think. She was amazing. The only thing I could say for this album is I wish there was more play between the two of them. Because Sean's vocals, he's got to be one of the best in the scene. That range he has for the uncleans and, you know, not only the low growls, but also the higher pitched almost wails.
1: I agree with that.
0: Fucking great, right? Like yeah, strength no, and his power. His
1: range is fucking incredible.
0: So then add in Booka doing these clean, high soaring vocals over it in some tracks. It just worked perfectly for what I wanted from this band. And yeah, man, I just enjoyed every single part of this. There were plenty of blocks as well, which you know I love so much, so it worked out very well for me in that end too, but man, I was just seriously, I was not expecting anything and from like the first note of this album to the last I was enthralled
1: Nice, I I mean, I think my highlight of this album is just the atmosphere that these guys know how to paint, Mm -hmm. they've been doing it since their early work, but like, they know how to keep it fresh, this is their third album now, and they're still just fucking killing it, cause like, you know Whenever you're, you know, like a, you know, a, I don't know, I, I want to say deathcore band, but they're not really anymore. You know, whatever their sound is, it's really hard to sound different from everybody else. Right. But you know when it's fucking make them suffer, you know yes. what I mean? And it's because of, you know, the atmosphere that they paint and their vocalist. I mean, they are a very unique, badass band.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's why I love them. Like, I used to like them, but now I like, like them.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, a Valentine's Day card?
0: I'm going to pass them a note sometime that says, do you like me back? Check yes or no. (laughs) Like, like me. There's a difference. Now, this is definitely on my best album of 2017 list.
1: Well, nice.
0: So I was very, very happy, very surprised. Yeah, for sure. So let's play Vortex to show people a little bit of what I'm talking about. So once again, that's Make Them Suffer, Worlds Apart on Rise Records.
1: And next up, we got Spite releasing their new album, Nothing Is Beautiful. And this is off Stay Sick Recordings. Uh, me and Ian have a little bit of a history thing with this band. Uh, it
0: sounds like we have some kind of beef with them when you say
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does, but it, it's definitely not that. I. I remember when me and Ian were doing our So What press stuff, uh, we went down to look at some bands, and we were walking by, and we were just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, we see this giant, like, open mosh pit, the biggest one we've seen all day for sure that day, and we are just like, dude, who the fuck is this band? And we just, like, had to stop and watch them, because we were like, holy shit, dude, this is really fucking good and, like, super intense, mm-hmm. and it was the band Spite, Yep, and we like them. And now they have a new album off Stay Sick Recordings, and Ian, I'm gonna let you take it away, but I'm gonna let you know that this is a very heavy album, deathcore album that I like. So wow, fuck you. whoa, hey, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes,
0: I would say this is a mix of deathcore, hardcore, metalcore, black metal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think they put a lot of elements into this to pull everything that they're doing off. Super low tuning. It's just fucking. Like, just really, really fucking angry. The lyrics are definitely straightforward. This isn't something that you're going to have to go out of your way to try and figure out the meaning behind them. It's certainly not the case with this. Jackson, did you take a look at the lyrics, by any chance?
1: No, I did not, but I heard some. There was a couple standouts, like, I want to break your fucking face. And, like, you know, stuff like that, all in the same vein of that nature. Uh, They were intense, but fuck was this album fun.
0: It's a good thing that you can separate lyrics from the music that you like because they're also very, very anti-religious.
1: Oh, I can tell by the album cover.
0: Yeah, that's that's one thing. I also would like to read a little bit from Kingdom of Guts, which oh, is the track shit. we're probably going to play at the end of this. I refuse religion where a killer can pray on his deathbed for forgiveness and is welcome to the light, but a good man without faith is casted like trash to the dark. This is why I'm fucking faithless. Fuck a God that plays favorites. I created a new life after death. Welcome to the kingdom of guts where actions have a consequence. <laughs> it just keeps on going from there. Well, oh, damn. I agree. I totally agree. I'm, that's awesome.
1: I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you, man. It, does, it doesn't change uh, me. I, I don't expect to change that vocalist. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the music, uh, like I had told you, like before. I I don't really get into the lyrics. That's
0: what I was saying. Yeah,
1: they they did keep the cliche deathcore album cover where they have to somehow put some sort of anti-religious thing. with well, that's always fun and cliche and super original. But oh, I, I guess look that's, at you! No, Wait, are that, you that, lashing like out my a little only... bit. <laughs> well, that's like my only stick with it. It's like, dude, you're a fucking deathcore band. Like, you could do something different. You know, like you don't have to have. You know, there's there's always that thing. It's either the anti-religious thing or that you can't read the fucking name thing. You know what I mean? They picked one of them and they picked the anti-religious one. I don't know. It's 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 cliche, but whatever. It's still fucking good. Wait, music are skulls anti-religious? No, the upside down star on the skull. You didn't even notice. that? I was looking at the flowers. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Of course you were. <laughs> there's a giant upside down fucking. I'm gonna summon Satan star on the fucking skull. You didn't notice that? I don't know, man. I thought it was just a star. I don't. At Warp Tour, that star was everywhere. Oh, it's, it's, always, it's always fun to see that. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, people who don't like religion at the Warp Tour. That was fun.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I'll, those I'll, are my people. Well, you know, I'll get
1: to that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's always it's always interesting for me.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, man, I like this album a lot. I thought it was fun. I mean, I'm a very straightforward person, so I don't mind my lyrics being like that, especially when there's enough stuff going on behind it. Like I think this was a very well-produced album where you can hear all the technical work, you can hear the crunchiness, you can hear the low guitars, but then you can also hear the vocals very well too, even though Darius is doing a lot of different types of deathcore and metalcore and all these different unclean vocals cause really there are no clean vocals except for some weird chants and stuff. But other than that, it's all uncleans. And I think he has a great range for what he's doing.
1: I completely agree with you, man.
0: You know, this is their second album. So it's really kind of that cliche, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's what they did. They did not change what they had before. They just kinda of added to it. And this is what they are and this is what they like to do.
1: I completely agree with you, man. It is good stuff.
0: So if you're an angry motherfucker and you need to take <laughs> some anger out on some things, hopefully not people, but you know just some things in your house or whatever, or go to the gym, this is a great gym workout album for sure.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: So yeah, man, I think we play Kingdom of Guts for everyone.
1: Go right ahead.
0: Wow, I think I blew out my mixer with how heavy that
1: was. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: So once again, that's Spite, Nothing is Beautiful on Stay Sick Recordings. Next up, continuing the great album list we've got here, it's Ocean's 8 Alaska with Hikari on Fearless Records. So anyone who may not know this band, this is a progressive experimental metalcore band. This is their second album, And the first with their new vocalist, Jake Noakes. I really didn't know what to think with this album. I liked the first single. I was like on the fence with the second single when we played this, you know, on the show. But wow, man, I was really blown away by this album.
1: Yeah, man, same here. This might have been my favorite release. Oh, Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it It was my favorite release. I remember when we heard the singles, we were like really skeptical of the new vocalist. Not because he was bad or anything, but it was just like so different because there was a lot more uncleans, but yet they still kept the heaviness. And it, it just it, like it, it was Ocean's Aid, Alaska, but it just sounded so different with the new vocalist. But fuck, man, this is my favorite album by them for sure. You know, it's, it's an upgrade. And I didn't think I was going to be saying that with the new vocalist, but he's growing on me. I think I actually prefer him over the other vocalists now just because he adds so much more to what they can do now. Because, like, this makes me think that if they did have the old vocalist, that this next album would almost sound the same as Lost Isles. So, like, you know, I I was just blown away by it. And, like, they really knew how to change it up in this album, too. There was nothing that sounded the same. The way they changed it up through every song, kept the atmosphere going. Everything was super fun. They even had an instrumental track that isn't bad. And like it's it's an instrumental track that I actually enjoyed. I usually skip those. So, yeah, man, Hikari is a really badass album, man.
0: Yeah, man. I think the thing I can say is James Who.
1: Yeah, for real. I
0: could care less about that album now.
1: It's like a totally new thing. And that's like that's awesome.
0: You were completely right when you said upgrade, because right now, If anyone was worried about like a sophomore slump or hey, what's gonna happen with Jake now as the new lead vocalist, I think this album right there puts you in your place. Like this is what Oceans Eight Alaska should be. And I'm not saying they continue this way, you know, for the next album, let's just make an exact same thing. I'm saying they now have the ability to put out a truly unique album that's worth listening to over and over again. I agree. And yeah, there are the little things about this too. Like they put a lot of stuff from Japanese culture into this album as well and not as a gimmick. So not only do they have the origami lotus on the front of the album, which is a very cool album cover, but then also mm-hmm. they used actual unique Japanese instruments to do a lot of you know background atmosphere work as well. Plus some of the lyrics have to do with samurai culture and Japanese culture in general is really interesting like you wouldn't expect someone who is coming into a band to do something so different from what the band was like Jake really put i guess what he wants the band to be into this and really took away from what the band used to be i guess is really the best way to say it normally when a new vocalist comes in they do something very similar to what the previous one did so people aren't like oh no everything's changing this is a really big departure from what the band used to be.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And it, and it's a really good thing they did. And, you know, even with the Japanese culture thing, like even half their song titles are like Japanese names that, right. you know, we don't even know what they mean. But I'm just not even going to try and pronounce them. Yeah, it, it just makes it so much more interesting. And and it's like Ian said, whenever they, someone is finding a new vocalist, I guarantee you, 90% of the time, they try and find someone who sounded just like their ex vocalist so that they don't sound different. And they did not do that. And, like, in no way do I, like, I don't wanna throw like disrespect towards their previous stuff, but this makes me not want to listen to their previous stuff.
0: No, it's very true. This
1: is so good.
0: Yeah. No, they really outdid themselves. And if this is the kind of talent level that this band has, they're gonna be around for a long time. And we're going to be extremely excited whenever they have new music. Now, I'm not sure how this will play live, but it doesn't really matter when they're putting out albums like this.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. I remember seeing Ocean's Day Alaska at Warped Tour last year.
0: Yeah, me too. With
1: their other vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we both had really good things to say about that performance imagine with this new vocalist like now i just want to see them live again because i feel like i'm (laughs) going to see a brand new band you know what i mean
0: yeah man that's the hope and yeah it you know i really don't want to take everything away from their previous album but when you have an album like this it just completely blows it away like i wonder what would have happened if they had started with jake As the lead vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. What would it have been like? But at least we can say we have a ton, hopefully, to look forward to because, yeah, this album really blew me away. I mean, I'm so happy with the albums we have this week and they're all very unique. Each one of these albums is completely different and I love it.
1: That I completely agree with that. That's the best part. This is, I think, one of the best album review lists we've had in honestly months. Like, seriously, I only remember one good album review list that we had, and I'll never forget it. It was October 7th of last year. Like, I'm serious. Like, I remember this shit because, like, I really enjoy the album review section. So, like, whenever we get a good one, it's really fun to talk about. And this is one of the good ones.
0: But please, let me also, for people that may not listen to the show as much, you're putting down an entire week. But yet we've had amazing albums throughout this year. Where maybe we review like four or five albums that are like, eh, but then we still have great albums to talk about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I meant like to where like everything we talked about was fucking like high standard. Holy shit, this is good. You know what I mean?
0: Well, sure, but I'm not going to hold it against Kingdom of Giants that they had a release during a week where it was subpar. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's still an amazing fucking album. So that's all I want people to know is that you're not putting down a lot of the music. You're putting down the week in general like it's a winning or losing week. Gotcha. I think that's awesome. I think everyone should go out and take a listen to this, especially people. They're like, oh, no, I only like the previous vocalists. And, you know, they're going to change too much. And it's going to be they did change for sure. But you need to take a listen to this. So since this is your favorite album this week, do you have a track that you would recommend?
1: I'm gonna go with the opening track. Yeah, I can't pronounce it, but I'm gonna try my best. Ben Zayton? Ben Zayton? Maybe. <laughs>
0: that was Oceans 8 Alaska, Hikari on Fearless Records. So last on the list is Canadian Softball, Awkward and Depressed on Chozilla Records. This is a Jared Alonji parody album. It's pop punk, post-hardcore, screamo, everything in between. There's even politics that are <laughs> tackled on this album. Before I go any more in detail, Jackson, what do you think?
1: I fucking love this album beginning to end so many fucking good songs man the laughs did not stop <laughs> i mean the references are fucking awesome anywhere from like the fucking like like in the song great again yep i, I fucking love that thing where he's like basically speaking like a white supremacist thing i don't know it's just like he goes from like the cruel humor to like you know like really obvious kind of comedy stuff and i just fucking love every aspect that he took at this I love his fucking Star Wars references and that one song, uh, Sheev Palpatine or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Like this whole thing was just awesome, man. This is stuff that like the scene needs, you know, just like that refreshing, fun, humorous album that we can all just listen to. And like, if you hate this, it's like, come on, man. You know what I mean?
0: No, that's very true. And yeah, let's hear from Jared Alonji himself because he wrote out a list for each track, what it means to him and everything. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So the first one. Oh, you weren't interested when I was talking before? Oh, fuck
1: off. No, (laughs) never.
0: (laughs) So Average Joe is not a parody of any band, it's just the emo genre as a whole. Your Validation has some blatant modern baseball undertones. Mathematical is an ode to all math rock, namely American football. Great Again is the best song on the album, in his opinion and doesn't parody any specific band, just straightforward indie rock.
1: That was my favorite, I think.
0: Yeah, we'll probably play that one since we played the other ones. Mumble is a special song. Liar's Guide is shoegazy as fuck. Seven is a sunny day real estate cover. It will make old school emo fans either very happy or very upset slash offended. Peeve Shalpatine is a spiritual successor to Rilo Ken by Sunrise Skater Kids, which is another one of his bands. Weeby FM is a Hawthorne Heights parody, literally just 4chan memes. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Cut the Cord features Hotel Books. All the way through, it's pretty much just a Hotel Books song. United We Scrams is an ode to 90s screamo bands like Page 99 and Orchid. Also contains some pretty heavy political satire. Ohio is for Emo Kids is the medley. You guys will like it. Pink Wednesday is kind of Tiger Jaw, but only kind of. It's partially acoustic. So that's what he wrote about all the tracks here. So, yeah, man, I totally agree. I think this is a great album. It's not even just a parody album. Like, sure, you can laugh at it, but there's a whole fuckload of talent that goes along with this for sure. So I enjoyed it a lot. It's very hard to pick a favorite album. I still love that medley. I still love your validation for sure. Those singles were perfect. But Jared Alonji, man, he's a fucking genius.
1: Yeah, and, like, the main thing that blows my mind is what you said, where it's like, yeah, I mean, this is funny and everything, but the talent that goes into this is, like, insane. Like, this guy has fucking crazy-ass talent. You know he's writing this. You know he's doing vocals. He's doing, like, everything. Right. You know, like, there's a huge workload that this guy takes on to pull off this album, and he does this, like, all the time with numerous bands. That he makes, you know what I mean? Like whether he's taking it seriously or as a joke, it's like, it's so fucking talented and it's really fun to hear.
0: Very true, man. All right, well, I think we should play your favorite track, Great Again. Let's do it. So once again, that's Canadian softball, Awkward and Depressed on Chodezilla Records. Wow, Jackson, what a great fucking week for music.
1: It really is, man. I, I loved it.
0: And next week, I'm just going to name two bands because it's all I care about right now. We've got <laughs> friend of the show, Lakeshore, finally releasing their EP 41 on Outer Loop Records and then Wage War, Deadweight, on fearless records
1: oh, i was so excited for wage war and make sure so
0: excited did you go back and watch that fucking saved by the bell episode no you oh, motherfucker heard... <laughs> seriously man by the way do you know when i say so frustrating and i do it in a weird voice you know what that's from what is it from have you seen beer fest i've never oh my god <laughs> oh, okay Whatever. You
1: can't ask me these questions. I have a feeling when you ask them, you already know what I'm gonna say. But I have you to just like hope.
0: I have to put it out there for the audience so that they don't think that I'm just losing my fucking mind. <laughs> so look, there will probably be more album reviews next week, but once again, the card is subject to change. So I don't want to read off all those things and then find out that we didn't like any of them and we're only doing those two. Because we're definitely doing those two. I've already told people. The EP 41 by Lakeshore is really good. You should pre-order it. From what we've heard from Wage War, album sounds awesome. So, we're going to be doing those two. I just don't know about the rest yet. Right. That is the end of album reviews. We are now going on to our second part of our Warp Tour review, I guess. Warp Tour review. I think that's fine. I didn't think of any like fancy fucking name for it. So, this is a time where Jackson went to Warp Tour in Dallas. So, let's take it away.
2: You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, David! Shove it up your ass! So we'll do that, Einstein!
1: Here I, get- Here I so- go. Here I go.
0: Here I go. Here I go again.
1: Oh, gosh, you've already ruined my review. (laughs) Moving on to Breakdown from the Past. (laughs) Let's see if I can save this. So, yeah, I went to the Warpy Tour uh, a couple days ago. Oh, you already ruined it. Okay. Uh, And it was fucking awesome, man. Uh, I don't have the same negative review (laughs) that you had. It did not rain.
0: Oh, it didn't like downpour like you needed to build an arc?
1: (laughs) I will say one thing. It was the hottest Warp Tour I've ever been to. Ooh. Okay. it was a hundred and five degrees. Nice and humid. And Ian, it was fucking. Yeah, dude, it was dreadful. And I was outside the whole fucking day from 10 in the morning to 10 at night. Nice. And it was so worth it, man. I loved every second of it. So I'm going to get into some bands now. As soon as I walked in, we started off with Stick to Your Buns. That was a really good show. What did you just say? Who's that? You don't know who Stick To Who's, Your Guns is. Whose
0: buns were you sticking to?
1: <laughs> I thought you would just roll along with it. I should have known better. Yep. It's like you don't even <sighs> and, know the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes I have high expectations for you, and I just I don't know why I do that anymore.
0: Keep your hopes up high and your head down low.
1: Yay! Anyways. So, yeah, I saw Stick To Your Guns. That was a really fucking good starting band. I enjoyed the shit out of it. They killed it. Now, here's a little bit of an upsetting thing oh. but it was still fun so you asked me on my on your warp to review that when i see creeper tell me how it went mm-hmm. and we both like creeper yep, we both gave very good reviews of the album it's actually one of my albums of the year i fucking love that band but man they're set it's not them live i just don't understand why they picked the songs that they picked yeah man no black rain right no Black Rain. <laughs> I I don't understand it. That is, I mean, and it's not even really because of me. Like, for me, that is the song that introduced me to them. But it's not just that. That's their biggest song. I mean, fucking, I, I, I don't understand that. Silverstein still plays fucking My Heroine every time they go on stage. Creeper can play Black Rain for a fucking <laughs> set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got gotcha. Like, seriously, I, I don't understand that. And it's not even just that song. You know what I mean? It's just all the songs that they played, except for the last song being Misery.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, you know, that's one of my favorite songs. But, like, I just don't understand the set list. They played it. They played songs from, like, their first EP. And I guess that's, I mean, I'm sure some people enjoyed it. But, man, Creeper needs to understand that they just got big recently. Not right. with their EPs, with their album and the huge push they got you know, by publishers like AP and shit like that. And it was for their new stuff. I don't understand why they didn't play a lot of their new stuff. I know. Whatever. I still knew all the other stuff. I just would have preferred for them to play the newer stuff. But it was still good. I enjoyed the shit out of it. They were actually, the only merch that I bought was from Creeper. You know, I still enjoyed the shit out of them. I was just a little disappointed with the song choice. But that's okay. It was still a good show. Mm -hmm. After that, I was able to catch Knocked Loose. oh oh, man dude was that show fucking incredible dude i love knock loose their their fucking pit was like insane i don't know you saw knock loose right at your place
0: no i did not because they were playing it another time but i've seen knock loose multiple times
1: oh well you know how that shit goes man it was it was fucking awesome they played all their best songs too they didn't hold back it was awesome I was able to catch counterparts. Mm-hmm. That was really fucking good. Yeah, man. Now at my show, it, it really was a shame. Uh Brendan from Counterparts was not there. Oh. His uh yeah, his grand I, I don't want to fuck this up. It was a grandparent passed away. Oh, gotcha. And so he had to fly out. So they had guest vocalists come in for every song. Oh was wow. really cool. Yeah, they, they had Joel from Being As an Ocean. Uh they had the singer from Trophy Eyes. They had a couple guys from Knocked Loose. Nice. It, it, it was really fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it sucked that he wasn't there. You know, I, right. I wish him the best, but, oh, you nice. know, it was still a really good, you know, you know, uh, fucking set. It was awesome. Nice. I told myself kind of not to see them, but I did. I, I went and I saw I Prevail. <laughs> yeah. By the
0: way, <laughs> wait, wait, go ahead. You finish and then I got something to
1: say. Go ahead. From your review, I got, you know, they kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole signing thing and whatnot and you made a very humorous tweet by the way the other day i enjoyed the shit out of that um (laughs) but i will say one thing this was the first time i saw i prevail live and i want to just fucking you know because of i guess the morals of the band that you know we haven't agreed with i want to shit on them but damn dude was that fucking that set was awesome man they are so fucking good live this was my first time seeing them live i was walking up to the stage and i didn't know it was them because i was just hearing it from a distance their screamer screams ten times better live than on the album. It's way more aggressive. It's it's like it's like lower, and then yeah. the high screams are higher. Like he is amazing live, and they sound really good live, man.
0: I've I'm never said the multiple times that I have reviewed their shows because I've seen them live multiple times. I've never said they were bad live. I said they made yeah. bad decisions, right? But I have never said they were bad live.
1: Yeah, no, you've always had good stuff to say about them. The only negative stuff I've ever heard you say about I Prevail was you know like you know just the way like they are like yes. as people kind of and their crowd selection like yes <laughs> the, the people that are there they're definitely different and they were different at my place too yeah there was even cowboys in there that was, that was a little weird
0: yeah it's a little strange and that's what i wanted to mention was what i had you know put out there the other day where their clean vocalist had done an interview about how bands should get success And the main thing that they took out of it was treat your fans right. And I I had to take a a snapshot of that and share it out and then go, well, so you do that by, you know, canceling signings because of rain and then charging over $80 for VIP. And that's not fucking (laughs) kidding you. I looked up those prices. It was over $80 for just them. No one else on the set or anything like that, just them. Over eighty dollars for VIP, but they're treating their fans right, right?
1: That's fucking disgusting, dude. Like, ah, yeah. uh, they're so lucky. Their music is good, man. Well,
0: and their music isn't that great. But you, I know you can think that, but I don't think that.
1: No, shut up. You dude. gave their album a better review than I did. Yeah,
0: at the time, and then I heard it more, and I realized I hate most of those songs. <laughs> like, just despise oh, sh- them.
1: This is this is a breaking news. This is an Ian Hayes. I don't think it's breaking now. news.
0: I think I made fun of Stuck in Your Head and all that shit a long time ago. Oh, yeah.
1: That you did, for sure. That one's easy to make fun of.
0: I refuse to listen to them now.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, they do not get on my playlist. They do not get on any of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I will try to avoid to see them live from now on, and I'll do my best, yeah, not to see them and not to listen to them.
1: Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... Yeah, like, it, it's it's hard to like them. Like, it really is. Like, I like their music, but it's hard to like them. Right. And it's whatever. I don't know. I guess sometimes I just listen to the music and say, fuck it, but whatever.
0: Well, keep on rolling, um, buddy.
1: I wasn't able to catch Memphis Mayfire. Honestly, I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the same. <laughs> yeah. I Like, you know, it was either that or take a break, and I took a break.
0: <laughs> oh, see, I didn't take a break, but. Well,
1: it was fucking hot, dude. It was three o'clock. It was peak heat. So I went to the pavilion and got some drinks and (laughs) relaxed for like 10, 15 minutes. But I relaxed so that I can go fucking balls to the wall. (laughs) And Silent Planet (laughs) came on. There you go. Yeah. Silent Planet came on. And holy shit, that fucking set was amazing. I love Silent Planet so much. Gary Russell is an amazing human being. Nice. Oh, by the way, in regards to that last I Prevail thing you said, he actually just made a tweet before I got on the show saying how he finds it ridiculous that bands make people pay like high amounts of prices to to fucking talk to them.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Look, if, and I think we've had a, we've talked about this sort of. I don't mind if you're going to give like unique merchandise and you're going to do an acoustic set or people get to watch you either side stage or do the sound check, like something like that. Like I don't mind paying for that as VIP, because then that means you get the meet and greet on top of those things. That's fine, because to me, paying for a side stage is definitely worth it. Paying to see an acoustic set is definitely worth it, because you're paying for the music the way you would a normal show. But when a band just says, you know, we're doing the meet and greet, you get to buy merchandise early, and we're going to give you a pair of socks for $80, (laughs) that's not enough. That's not worth it. But if you're going to give something unique and you're going to give something like a different experience for the show, that's when it matters to me. That's when I'm okay with people charging.
1: Right. And, and, and it's true, man. It, it, you know, I, I really do hate to see all that shit. So on a good note, after Silent Planet, I was able to catch the last two songs of Beartooth. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Beartooth always puts on a really good show. True. Um, I walked by 100th.
0: Okay, I
1: did the same and, I want, and kept walking. I want to highlight: I walked by hundreds. <laughs> same here. Yep, uh, I purposely walked by. I didn't like you know stumble across. Though. I I just wanted to see for a second like how you know shit went. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it was interesting. They definitely did not play their old stuff. That you know confirmed uh, the s- crowd presence was not as big as I usually see. Right. Uh, I think that's expected. But yeah, I'm not gonna go into deets with hundredth too much. That was uh, that was just interesting. I was able to catch being as an ocean. Yep. And holy shit, being as an ocean destroyed warp tour. I fucking <laughs> loved it. Joel got in the crowd and you know, he 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 was singing Poets Cry for More, like literally right in front of me and, and all my friends, and it was just a really great experience. But yeah, man, that's being as an ocean. Every time I see them, I just fucking love it. I was able to catch Too Close to Touch and Silverstein. I had to kind of share with that. Okay. Because there, there was a lot of conflict this Warp Tour. It kind of sucked. But gotcha. uh, I was able to catch two songs of Close to Touch and then three songs of Silverstein. Mm-hmm. That was fun doing the back and forth with that. Or no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I take that back. It was Too Close to Touch and Neck Deep. Ah, okay. I don't know how I got them confused, but Too Close to Touch and Silverstein were on the same stage. Uh, but anyways, too close to touch and Neck Deep played like side by side. So I catch the first two songs of Too Close to Touch, then I watched the rest of Neck Deep. I would have caught the whole thing of Neck Deep, but I've seen them live so many times; it's not like a a big deal, right? You know, to some stuff, so I wasn't too whatever about that. But I'm just gonna skip skip to the good shit now.
0: Good, yeah. You've been the last... you've been trailing a little bit. Let's go. <laughs>
1: hey, shut up, man. <laughs> At the very end, I caught the last two bands were Bless the Fall, Guar, and Fit for a King. Yeah. That was the last three. So, Bless the Fall came on first. They fucking killed it. Their mm-hmm. show was incredible. Now, while waiting for Fit for a King at the front, uh, there was a band called Guar playing right next to them. Oh, I know them. Yeah. That was, uh, that was interesting, man. Dude, my jaw was like on the floor the whole time <laughs> I was looking at them. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what I'm looking at. I didn't like it honestly. Oh,
0: Jackson, come on now.
1: They did throw in a couple Lincoln Park jokes. I didn't think that was necessary.
0: Can you tell them? I know the one. I know they had one Lincoln Park joke.
1: I don't remember. I know there was one where he's like, "I know we'll say a couple Lincoln Park jokes in a minute, but for now just take this one." And then he said like some cheesy joke and it was like, "Well, that's okay. what Guar does.
0: Got, they do cheesy jokes."
1: Yeah, and then like everyone booed them and like I'm not kidding you. There was more people waiting for Fit for a King than they were watching gore. And I thought that was fucking awesome. I I, uh, I don't I don't dig Gore, man. I really don't I do. I like him. it's like the music is shit too. Like no, it's not the even music is them. not shit. You're so full of shit. To me, it is. No, like it's not good. Music. Yes, it is. Like, seriously. <laughs> it's
0: good music. No,
1: it's not. Yes, it is. They, like repeat the same shit over and over. They're like, dude, it's like classic rock that?
0: stuff. It's like modern, no, no. it's like classic metal.
1: No, cause classic Metal is good.
0: Oh, please. It's no, fine. Dude. We just don't agree on this. That's fine.
1: Anyways, Fit for a King ended the whole thing and they get my warp tour MVP. Oh wow. Yeah. They that was the best set I've seen in a really long time. And they fucking killed it. It was a hometown show. Um a lot of their family was up on stage. They even had um the guitarist baby play drums for a, a second and yeah, it was just a really
0: that baby probably wasn't very good.
1: I'm not listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm toning you out right now.
0: That baby will win best drummer at the APMA's next year.
1: <laughs> of course, but uh, yeah, man, it was it was just a really fucking good time. I, you know, I had a lot of fun with my friends, and you know, the the bands Aww. were awesome. Every, everything was awesome, man. I, I had a really good time. The only complaint I have about the whole work tour is the fucking heat. To be honest with you, the heat was awful. I had to, you know, you had to stay hydrated. It was like you know the dangerous kind of heat.
0: Right. Well, would you now, knowing that, would you have changed for torrential downpours for 10 hours hell and had no. to deal with that? Right. H- hell no. Well, hey, <laughs> I was asked from a person who loves this band, did you check out at all that pirate metal band that I made fun of?
1: Oh, Hailstorm or Ailstorm. or Hailstorm, yeah, yeah. No, I did not. Or Aelstrom. I, even, I don't know. Somewhere. I didn't even remember that they were going.
0: Okay. Yeah, I know you would have hated it anyway, so...
1: Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm not into that.
0: <laughs> so no major stories, no run-ins with bands, no signings, no nothing. <sighs> Honestly, no. Wow. It was just a good time. Well, look at that, man. We're gonna have to wait a whole nother year for us to talk about Warped Tour again.
1: Nah, man. I already have like that fucking post-concert depression, where I just want to fucking go back.
0: I'll tell you, this is a little weird for me. Is it's been like three weeks or so since i've seen a show and normally i never go that long but once again bands are skipping boss and plus you know i'm not gonna go see set it off <laughs> <laughs> all right man that brings us to the end of your warp tour analysis so it's time to go to your other favorite part of the show it's breakdown from the past time
2: you talk dirty to me
0: all right jackson i swear to goodness gracious if you pick another band that we have already talked about i don't even know what i'm gonna do
1: so my amazing breakdown from the past it better be my comeback (laughs) is a great band that has amazing features such as jt tallis franz Mm. telly smith
0: This sounds familiar jackson
1: I don't care if it sounds familiar to you. It's not been done, so okay. you can fuck off with right. that bullshit. <laughs> okay. They have an album. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, they have one album and two EPs. Mm. The album is called Conceiver. Uh um, EPs. That now, sounds stop. really
0: familiar, Jackson. You're really just trudging along here. All right. If you're that confident, go ahead.
1: Just just stop. Okay. Stop. Go. They have two e- Vega. No, I'm just kidding. They got <laughs> two EPs. <laughs> And an album, and they're a kick-ass band. So my band is... Before...
0: You fall.
1: Before oh, you fall. Oh, motherfucker. Jackson. Whatever, man. I, I think you're just jealous that I came up with a awesome breakdown from the past that you couldn't think of. No,
0: see, that's the thing. I thought of them, and I already <laughs> did this awesome band. So, once again, you're just doing what you normally do, is trying to copy me.
1: Well, I'm not happy with... I am, not happy. To I am not happy with past. your answer to Breakdown from the Past. Just accept me, Ian. Let me be great. I already accepted
0: I that you're all five parts of the LBGTQ <laughs> community. Did I get that one right that time? Wrong order, but same letters. Ah, damn it. <laughs> so I accept you for that, Jackson. But I cannot accept when you don't have a breakdown from the past. That's what I have trouble accepting. So... I will once again add this to the punishment, which I'm thinking I'm going to, I don't know, I'm trying to think of when the best time to have you do it would be. So I got to keep on thinking about that. But I have this really, really great idea that the audience is going to love. You're not going to love it, though, but the audience is going to love it.
1: I don't believe you. I think you're bluffing.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I do, right? I've always shown through the show that I'm a good bluffer.
1: Exactly.
0: All right, Jackson, how about you ask me, since you failed once again, How about you ask me what my breakdown from the past is?
1: Ian, tell us what your breakdown from the past is, please.
0: It's like pulling teeth with you. All right. (laughs) My breakdown from the past is a band called A Graceful. Have you ever heard of them before?
1: I have, actually.
0: Do you remember what makes them relatively special? I do not. So this was one of Chris Roeder's first bands.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. So people might recognize that name if I said his last name correctly, which I'm not exactly sure. But he is now the lead vocalist of Like Moths to Flames. Hell yeah. But this seems a little different because this is a Christian post-hardcore band. Yeah. And I don't remember him really making music with Like Moths to Flames as very religious, but I could be mistaken.
1: I, I saw an interview of him once Yeah. where he said that he used to be in Christian bands and that he always claimed... To be a Christian, and he really felt that he was at the time, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't believe anymore. So he doesn't push that stuff on like Master Flames, but he did with his previous bands.
0: That makes sense. Well, they had one album called The Great I Am in 2008, and I very much enjoy this album. It's a little bit different, and I'm going to play the title track, The Great I Am.
1: Very nice.
0: Once again, that's a graceful. You can go ahead and check out their album right there anywhere, probably, and see if you enjoy it as well. So, Jackson, that is the end of Breakdown from the Past. Like I said, I am in Vegas right now. Vegas! And you know how you can pretty much bet on anything when you're in Vegas?
2: Vegas!
0: So I'm feeling like I need to put down a bet that you are going to continue to mess up Breakdown from the Past. Vegas! Haha uh-huh. See just like that. <laughs> but I know that our listeners, all the haters out there are really going to alo- are really going to love your punishment. We will leave it at that for right now. But Jackson, wow, we made it through the whole show without your Wi-Fi being a ridiculous dick. So
1: I was gonna say that off there <laughs> but I'm so grateful for that.
0: <laughs> I am grateful too. this is amazing. So let's end the show now and and actually be grateful for something for working out.
1: Yay.
0: All right, Jackson, do that thing you do.
1: Thank you everyone for listening to the show. Whether you support us by, you know, liking, tweets, doing follows, I mean, any way that you support us, we thank you so much for it. Please, if you can, leave us some, you know, a five-star rating on some iTunes reviews. We love that stuff, man. We really do. You know, it, it you know, it helps us go high up in the ranks. and Then more people get to join the Ian Hates family we got going on. And, you know, what sounds better than that? Like, seriously. So we really do appreciate, you know, that kind of stuff. Leave a review if you like the show. You know, we do tend to read them on the show. We love doing that stuff. So, yeah, man. Thank you again everybody for listening, and Ian, take it away.
0: So yeah, like I mentioned before, I've been traveling around a lot for work, so that's kind of, you know, with the special episode of Ian Hates Music we put out last week, which I would like to say thank you to everyone who reached out. It was actually very cool to hear all the positives about that episode for sure. So with that, on top of the weekly Ian Hates Music, it's been a little bit more difficult ...for me to get some of the interviews and Ian Hates Music Conversations... ...but I do have one that I'm hoping to get out very soon. You might have already seen it. You know, obviously you're listening to this after we record it. So hopefully I was able to get out the interview I had with Kyle Hollis A Picturesque. I was very happy to have a chance to speak with him. Make sure you go out and support them. That album, Back to Beautiful, Jackson and I both loved. It's a really great album... They're out on tour coming up with Secrets and Slaves. It's going to be an awesome tour, so make sure to support them there as well. This band deserves to be big. I agree. So I think you'll enjoy the conversation that I had with him. On top of that, thank you to everyone who's been listening. Thank you to everyone who's been reaching out. Like Jackson said, it's something we very much appreciate. Jackson, we also had a bunch of people reach out because they really, really miss your really perverted priest character that you did a while back?
1: Are you serious?
0: No, I'm not.
1: Oh, I was about to say.
0: <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that people do reach out and It'll say that back. they want it more. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, I'm just really glad that your Wi-Fi worked, that all of this worked. I wanted to let everyone know that Ian hates movies. It's on his way back as well. So be prepared for that. Kelly and I will be doing Spider-Man Homecoming now that everyone's had a chance to see it. And also, The Dark Tower opens up this week. And that's going to be a big one as well.
1: Oh, nice. I forgot that that was coming out now.
0: I have not because I've been worried sick about it.
1: Oh, you poor thing.
0: I know, right? So I think that wraps everything up. Obviously, I'm still working on way more Ian Hates conversations. I'm just away traveling, so I don't have any way to record them. So hopefully when I get back, I'll be able to get even more out there for everyone. So Jackson, do you have any final words?
1: I love everybody.
0: And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.
2: So goodbye. This is you this is your teasing song So alright we'll